Ayan, ayan. Kamusta na mga kaedyan, mga kameta? I hope nakapagpahinga kayo nung over the weekend. Of course, alam niyo naman, malapit na, mamaya na, magkaroon na tayo ng inauguration. So, meron na tayong officially ngayon, bagong Senate President, yung mga leadership, no? yung mga liderato ng mga iba't ibang position dyan sa ating legislatura sa 19th Congress of the Philippines ay napafinalize na. At malalaman natin mamaya, no? Specifically, ano yung magiging uh, mga diskarte ni Pangulong Marcos pagdating sa uh, accomplishment ng kanilang mga uh, key policy objectives uh, in the next six years to come. Sabi nga nila, pagdating sa mga presidente, the first six years, guys, ay, the first zona is very important dahil dito mo nilalay out no? yung gusto mong mangyari uh, sa inyong termino. No? Habang yung huling zona naman, doon mo makikita Uh, anong leg- legacy ng isang presidente no pero bago natin pag-usapan yan of course nakikiramay po tayo doon sa mga uh, biktima ng mindless violence at saka yung trahedya na nangyari sa Ateneo uh, kahapon uh, personally medyo worried din tayo because some of my former students were actually there uh, during the ceremony uh, marami sa ating mga dating estudyante nang kapag-aral na sa Ateneo uh, law So, I was, immediately when I saw the news, medyo sobrang nag-worry ako uh, na baka naman, di ba? God, God forbid. So, medyo worried po tayo. So, nung una, ang unang instinct po natin is baka naman mass shooting ito, katulad nung sa Amerika, di ba? Kasi katulad ng Amerika, napakataas ang homicide rate sa Pilipinas. Uh, at katulad ng Amerika, madaling, ano eh, madaling access sa... sa firearms. So, medyo nag-worry tayo noong una na mass shooting yung situation. So, nagpapa-update tayo kahapon habang kausap natin mga kaibigan natin si Ambeth Ocampo at si Dr. Lisandro Claudio. Siyempre, nag-meeting kami over the Sunday. Over Sunday kasi yun lang time namin. And then, biglang nakita namin nagtatrending ito. Kaya, sobrang worried kami. So, fina-follow namin po yung, yung victims, sino mga victims, sino mga pangalan lumalabas. At na-confirma ko kanina yung isa sa mga estudyante natin dati Uh, na talagang tumulong sa atin throughout the years. Andun din siya sa, sa ceremony kasi graduate na rin siya ngayon ng Ateneo Law. And uh, yun nga, medyo traumatized po yung mga kilala natin na nandun kahapon sa Ateneo. So nakakabahala po yung nangyaring situation. Now, so, nung na-prove na yung ating first instinct ay mali, thank God, mali tayo, uh, na hindi ito mass shooting, Uh, mukhang ngayon guys, no, dito sa updates na nakikita natin, uh, mukhang mali din yung second instinct natin, which is uh, just a local government fight. Uh, Siyempre, di ba, I mean, wag, hindi mo naman masisisi nung nalaman natin na yung involve ay former LGO leader. So, siyempre, yung inisip na lang na iba, baka naman ano to, awayan politika to uh, sa pagitan ng mga uh, karebal. na pamilya or something like that. Siyempre, di ba? I mean, you cannot blame also people making judgments like that dahil nga ang konteksto po is uh, yung magindano massacre at saka yung high levels of violence dyan sa uh, ibang LGUs natin, no? Uh, but today, no? Lumalabas itong mga updates at some people are beginning to connect the dots. Now, obviously, guys, Um, under investigation pa rin yung situation. So, I'm not here to preempt the investigation. Uh, all due respect naman sa um, 
sa ating kapulisan at saka mga people are looking into this matter. Pero biglang guys eh, may third angle lang biglang bumukas dito eh. Na potentially, no? Potentially, this could be a case of far-right, for lack of better term, far-right radicalization. And naging mas weird yung nangyari and mas nakakapagtaka dahil kanina nakita natin isa sa mga vloggers ito yung mga pinakamas ito, ito yung mga vloggers talaga na sinasabi natin na problematic ay parang dinidefend pa itong primary suspect if not the sole suspect no dito sa assassination na nangyari no ilang tao na matay yung guardia yung 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 security guard pati yung ano nato diba parang mag-inaware something ay parang So ang grabe bigla, ito pa lang suspect na ito. Ibang klase. Meron pa siyang naka-blue seal pa yung kanyang ano, Facebook. At matagal na siya nag-ano eh. Matagal na siya nag-ano. Ay 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 ay, nakikiaksena dito sa mga issue-issue dito and there. May at matagal na yung away niya dito dun sa naging biktima eventually. And then weirdly Etong blogger na ito, parang pa stay strong, stay strong pa siya dito. At may sinabi pang parang ano, baka ngayon mapansin ng gobyerno yung yung ano mo, pinag pinaglaban mo or something like that. Parang what? What's not good? For real ba ito? At itong tao na to, nahuli din dati for other cases and all, no? So I don't know, man. This is crazy. So, uh, ako naman, syempre, hindi tayo nagpipreempt ng investigation dito. Hintayin pa natin may sasabihin ng kapulisan. Pero guys, medyo nakakatakot kasi ito dahil, di ba yun ang worry ng marami? Na magkakaroon din tayo ng far right. Again, uh, there's another F word that I can use, but I'll not use that word. No? And I'm not talking about that F word. I'm talking about another political F word. I won't go there. But let's just use the term far-right, which is a much more neutral term. Far-right violence and online uh, online radicalization. Eh. Kasi, iba eh. Tapos nakita pa natin yung report na isang editor dyan sa government news agency binibigyan pa ng angle. Ay, yung na-target na biktima, pinklawan, ganun. Parang, oh my goodness. We got a problem, guys. This is a serious issue. Now, nakita natin over the past few years, ang dami mga red tagging nangyari. Ang dami focus dun sa issue ng, I don't know, NPA, violence from the left, etc. But guys, wag natin kalimutan. May problema din tayo sa, on the extreme other side, di ba? Yung mga far-right online radicalization and all. So, sana naman, dito sa ating gobyerno, dito sa ating mga kapulisan, dito sa ating mga eksperto, papansinin din nila talaga itong situation na ito. Eh. Kasi, Again, ah, Jonix, I'm using a neutral term, far right. I can use another term. I'm not gonna go that far, de ba? But, but, hindi naman progressive tong tao na to. At clearly, my element na pa ideological pa siya, pa, 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 pa fight for rights and all pa siya. So the only way I can see this, this is far right, right? And yung mga nagdi-defense sa kanya, pa strong, strong kapang sinasabi, alam natin ideological leaning niyan, de ba? So This for me, ha, technically falls under the definition of what, you know. So yes, violence is violence. 
But how you deal with the violence depends also what are the motivations behind the violence, what are the circumstances of violence, di ba? Kaya nga kung nasa law enforcement ka or defense expert ka, for instance, you deal with an issue of, let's say, ISIS radicalization differently from a case of criminal syndicate. Because the motivations, the infrastructure, the logistics is different, right? So you cannot treat them the same. You also deal with the case of political assassination differently from a case of ideologically motivated uh, uh, act of hatred or violence. At the same time, sinasabi din natin, guys, dito, na yung mga platforms have to shut down, have to censure, have to suspend yung mga accounts which are openly justifying, of course, you cannot justify, uh, but trying to justify uh, or, or enabling or inciting violence, no? especially ideologically driven violence against victims which have been uh, targeted based on their ideological leanings. Nakakatakot po ito yung ganitong situation. So, it's a tragedy. It's a horrible tragedy. It's a tragedy that should also uh, open a proper conversation whether we have to have a specialized response to online radicalization, which has nothing to do with religion, but purely with ide- ideology and politics. So, hindi ito kaso ng ISIS, Al-Qaeda, etc. Hindi rin ito kaso ng uh, leftist, ano, Stalinist, Maoist, whatever. But it looks like it's the other side. Kaya nga, ang term dyan, ginagamit ng ibang eksperto, far right. Diba? So, tignan natin guys, anong, anong ipapakita ng mga further investigation dito. Now, obviously, nakikita niyo naman, uh, mamaya ibe-breakdown natin itong uh, inauguration, ah, oh, sorry, inauguration. Sona, and tuloy, na ano tayo dito sa nangyari, medyo na na windang tayo kasi grabe. I mean, I, kanina nag-sink in lang sa akin. Wait, like what? Wait, what? Parang ganun yung reaction kasi, wait, what? Di ba? Wala eh. If you have a social media like that, that openly cheers on all sorts of horrible people, that openly incites violence, that openly demonizes other people, that openly dehumanizes other people, that openly incites violence and hatred other against other people, delikadong tong situation na to, guys. Delikado tong situation. Delikado talaga to, guys. Delikado to. Kaya talagang dapat titingnan na mabuti to. Ay, nako. Delikado to. Delikado to. Now, Let's wait for further investigation and all. Ayoko masyadong magsalita. As you as you notice, I didn't mention a single name, right? But you can see uh ano yung reference point natin. Sorry, ah. inanap na tayo pa, pinapaalis na tayo kasi abol na ako dun sa interviews natin. So mamaya dun tayo sa iba't ibang channels, i-breakdown natin yung Sona speech. So let's transition to the Sona speech because that's the context of our conversation, but I just felt we have to say something about this. So, nakikiramay po tayo sa mga biktima ng trahedya kahapon sa Ateneo. At uh, we fervently hope no, na proper investigation will happen. Justice will be um, achieved at the end of the day. And at the same time, kung may wider implication ito, sana maayos ang, ang assessment dito. Kasi we have to be worried about ISIS, those kinds of violence. Yes, and I'm just obsessed with red tagging, but far-right violence is also something we have to to look at, no? Uh, potentially in this case also, no? So yun lang siya sabi ko na in that in that sense, mayo kakaiba na to guys, eh. mayo kakaiba na to. Yun lang, mayo kakaiba na to guys. 
Now, bago tayo pupunta dun sa mga interviews natin and all to break down the sauna and all, let me just quickly give an overview of things that uh, we want to look at uh, or mga inaasahan natin. Now, base sa Pulse Asia survey na lumabas the other week, uh, ang top four, uh, in fact, top five issues na ating mga mayan, all has to do with economics in one way or another. Number one, issue ng inflation. Number two, yung pagtaas ng wages ng tao. Pang- Pangatlo yung issue ng poverty elevation. Pangapat yung trabaho. So everything you look at it, you know, to use the term by uh, one of the campaign strategies of Bill Clinton in the 1990s, it's the economy, stupid, right? So in short, economics, economics is the most important thing right now. At ito, ito po ang situation natin ngayon. So I'll try to be quick about this, no? So, sorry lang, text ko lang yung nag, uh, nagsusundo sa akin. Oh, Wait lang, sorry guys, medyo daming ina-absorb eh, sabay-sabay eh. Okay, balikan natin to. So let me, I, I'm just pulling out some numbers. So I mean, I know them already, but I just want to be accurate about it 100%. No? no, especially the quotations and all. No? So, uh... Nung July 15, the other week, Friday, uh, may, uh, may meeting ng G20 finance ministers. Ito yung finance ministers ng mga 20 na pinakamalalaking bansa pagdating sa size ng kanilang economy. Now, meron din mga invited guests kasama dyan ng Pilipinas dahil sa Indonesia naganap po yung G20 summit this year. Kasi hindi nun siya po yung chair of G20, group of 20 leading economists. Hindi pa naman tayo kasama doon. Hopefully one day. But for now, imbitado lang tayo. Now, ito si Jok, no? Nagbigay ng speech. At yung speech niya ay nakafocus dito sa issue ng anong gagawin ng ating gobyerno pagdating dito sa problema ng inflation, yung problema ng pagtaas ng mga presyo ng bilihin, tsaka the fact that many people are being pushed down the poverty line, no? So, ang, ang sagot ni Jok, no, dyan is nakahanda, nakahanda po yung subsidies ng government, no? So, lampas sa 40 billion pesos ay pupunta po sa pagtulong sa mga tao in terms of fuel subsidies, especially yung mga nasa transportation sector, yung mga jeepney drivers, etc. Lampas din sa 40 billion ang pupunta sa 4Ps, no? Pantawit Pamilya program. So, naalala niya si Sir Erwin Tulfo, ang kausap natin the other week, dun sa isang interview natin, isi-share din natin. So, close to 90 billion pesos, sigurang uh, nilagay, sa tab- isinatabi, para ibigay dito sa uh, sa mga subsidies. Now, at the same time, ito yung sinabi ni Jokno, no? Meron silang target. Ito yung economic target nila, no? And this is where parang, hmm, napaisip ako. Ito yung sinabi niya. So, let me be very specific about this, ah. Uh. Yeah, mahirap na magkamali, diba? Ito yung sinabi ni Finance Minister uh, uh, Benjamin Jokno. The government's medium-term fiscal framework is aimed at reducing V. So, ito yung gusto nila ma-achieve at the same time. Reducing the budget deficit. Kumonte yung overspending natin. Promoting fiscal sustainability. So, hindi tayo malubog sa utang. Enabling, enabling robust economic growth. So, they want to have it all. No? Now, the other month, two months ago, sabi ni... Uh, sectary joke no na hindi na kailangan magtaas ng buwis dahil naman ang pwede naman natin gawin dito is uh, palakasin na lang nating tax collection especially doon sa mga top tax play, uh, yung mga top earners no 
uh, especially mga malalaking kompanya, no? Um, and also reduce yung mga loopholes at saka mga tax breaks. At the same time, uh, confident din siya na meron naman tayong economic growth so we can generate enough growth and wealth to pay dun sa mga debt natin. So in short, nag-pushback siya dun sa suggestion ni Sonny Dominguez, yung dati nating uh, finance minister, na kailangan natin ng belt tightening at saka fiscal consolidation. Now, so there are two assumptions there. Assumption number one, the growth prospects are strong. Assumption number so there's enough macroeconomic stability. It's assumption number two, tax effort can be improved. So more efficient tax collection hindi na kailangan itaas pa yung uh, buwis sa taong bayan, diba? especially yung mga small and medium enterprises, tsaka mga ordinary yung mga mayan, no? Uh, essentially, the CDE, diba? Now, the problem is that many things have changed over the past two months. So meron tayong triple shock. So one shock, obviously, which everyone is aware of, is the Russian invasion of Ukraine shock, right? So that completely disrupted yung mga commodity markets. Kaya yung presyo ng mga basic bilhin, whether oil, gas, I mean fuel for that matter, grain, uh, a lot of them napektuhan. At may knock-on effects kasi yan eh, kasi integrated yung commodity markets. If tumaas yung presyo ng fuel, tataasin yung presyo ng ganito, tataasin yung presyo ng ganito, so may knock-on effect yan, eh, cascading effect yan. Not to mention, Russia is also a number one producer of fertilizers na kailangan mo din sa agriculture produce, di ba? So, and Ukraine is also one of the biggest food producers in the world. So, apektado niyong exports nila. So, that was one shock. The second shock was nag-slow down ng Chinese economy ng significantly in the second quarter of this year. No? And most likely sa third quarter, then things could look quite not so good for China. Dahil nga, Ang kulit na tong leader nila, gusto nila zero COVID, which is close to impossible, which is actually impossible, given the new uh, Omicron and other mutations that we have. No High levels of virality, no? although low levels of bad symptoms, thank God, no? especially with high vaccination. Now, there are also questions about the vaccination efficiency in China, etc., because they mostly relied on local domestic vaccination. Now, the problem is, yung economy ng China ay mahalaga sa atin lahat, dito sa region na yan nakasalalay po yung production network. So, marami tayong binibili na hindi na nakalagay made in China pero actually hindi siya 100% made in China. Some is, some parts is from you know, Japan, Korea, US, Malaysia, but a lot of the final assembly happens in China, no? So, kung bumaba yung uh, activities sa China, inevitably it affects also industrial output. Not to mention a slowdown in economy in China at saka yung strict lockdown means Fewer tourists from China going to other countries. Fewer outward investments. A lot of things are disrupted, no? So, kung nag-slowdown ng China, apektado din tayo dito sa region dahil konektado yung economy natin sa China. Si China is the biggest economy in our region, no? And second biggest in the world. At pangatlo, yung America po, dahil malaki yung problema nilang inflation, highest inflation more than three decades, nagtaas po sila ng interest rate nila doon sa Federal Reserve to slow down the economy. Ang problema is, dahil ang taas ng interest rate, Doon sa American US dollar denominated treasuries, yung mga investments dito sa ibang bansa pupunta sa Amerika kasi mas malaking kita nila doon. Kaya para tumapatay sa kanila, pinataas din natin ang interest rates. Now, nothing is free. There's no, there's no such thing as free lunch pagdating sa economic policy making. There are always trade-offs. Right? Trade-offs means what? Ganito, parang kanya, gusto mo ng jowa, di ba? Eh, ganito na lang. Yung jowa masyadong perfect, May problema yan. Kasi masyado siyang perfect, di ba? So, you get what I'm saying? Even a perfect jowa, ito, guwapo na, ay, sige, wag na, maganda na, matalino na, mabait na, ganon. Pag masyado rin perfect, may problema din siguro yan mamaya. Baka mamaya, 
ma-insecure ka or mamaya marami nagliligaw sa kanya. Mamaya, you get what I'm saying? Like even the best possible, there are always trade-offs. There's no such thing as free lunch, right? Pagdating sa economic policy among others, right? So, ang problema ko dito is parang gusto nila mangyari is ganito, ito yung target ng government. So, let me give you the idea of the target of the governments. Now, naintindihan ko si Marcos optimistic siya earlier this year dahil ADBation Development Box, sabi niya 6% growth this year, 6.3% next year, sa April yan, no? So, bago siya naging presidente. So, I know the numbers by heart, no? Now, the thing is, this government has very ambitious economic plans. They want to bring down inflation to within... 2 to 4% in the next 6 months or 1 year. Let's see. Baka 4% medyo doable pa yan. At least that's, ito yung paninwala ng mga ibang ekonomisa katulad nila Joy Salceda. And I'm not very uh, in, I'm not very impressed by Joy Salceda's political analysis but these economic analysis are quite sensible in fairness naman. Aha, no offense, Sir Joey. Yan, yan tayo. Second, etong government natin gusto nila tuloy-tuloy yung ano, yung subsidies na ibibigay doon sa mga mahihirap nating kapatid, no? Now, I'm all for that. Whether P4, for PC yan, whether fuel subsidy, I'm all for that. Kailangan natin yan. May mga mas vulnerable na sectors dito sa atin kaysa iba. Siguro para sa atin ng mga middle class, diba? masakit sa bulsa yan, but it's not a matter of hung- going hungry. For some people, it's a matter of going hungry or having enough food a day. Kaya the fuel subsidy matters. Kaya whether sa pasada sa mga jeeping drivers, whether ito yung mga uh, four-piece pantawid pamilyang uh, you know, uh, aid na ibibigay dun sa mga mahirap natin kapatid. So, kailangan talagang subsidies. Now, but you cannot do that. And at the same time, yung pa, gusto rin nilang economic growth na 8% annually. Gusto nila i-reduce din yung budget deficit from what, 8.7% last year to 3, 3.5% in the coming years. They want to also keep infrastructure spending at 5 to 6% of GDP. They want to also reduce debt to GDP ratio from 63% to what 52-53%. Like, wow. Diba? Ganda natin, diba? Ano pa? Sir, baka naman may kulang pa, diba? Dagdagan natin. Like, my point is you cannot have all of this at the same time. Right? If you try to deal with inflation by re- raising interest rates, baba ba yung economic growth, right? If you want to reduce debt levels, there are two ways to do it. Very high economic growth rates, but how can you do that if you have very high, if you have higher interest rates or you have a stagflation internationally, right? Uh, and the other one is bawasan yung borrowing. But we need borrowing to spend for our infrastructure. Paano mo naman i-keep yung high level of infrastructure spending kung wala ka rin borrowing na nangyari? You, you get what I'm saying? Hindi ka rin naman pwede umasa completely sa taxpayers' money dahil kailangan din natin bayaran yung mga utang na meron tayo at magbigay tayo ng subsidies. In short, you cannot have it all at the same time. You cannot. And some trade-offs and balancing will happen. Kaya, t- kaya nga, hindi, <laughs> hindi pwede i-dance sa unity yan. Okay? Hindi mo pwede i-unity ang economics. Dahil may mga batas yan. Okay? Not batas na positive legislation. Like inherent laws of markets. No? You cannot have two or three things at the same time. And my term nga dyan, impossible trinity in economics. No? Okay. So we cannot have it all at the same time. Something has to give. So, isang suspecha ko is some tax increases will happen but probably calibrated and probably targeting the more well-off section of the society. Now, at the same time, the subsidies will be kept kasi nga, kailangan mo ng balancing dyan. Economic growth, maybe, okay, we're still doing better than many of our neighbors especially dahil napaka-grabe naman yung recession under Tatay Digong. 
worst in Southeast Asia, one of the worst in Asia in the developing world. Almost 10% GDP contraction in 2020, no? So when you go so low, the only way is to go high, right? So I think we're, we still can grow 5 to 6%. But growing at, but growing at 8% under these conditions... And growing at 8% without increasing inflation? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. Oi, John Louis Antok. Excuse me, 5,000, 4, 4,000 data tayo sa election time. Kaya itong 1,000 live natin, ano pa yan? Pati game lang yan. Naayos na ba yung, ano, yung notification problems nyo? Ang dami sa inyo may notification problem. Wala daw notification nangyari. So, guys, I'm, I'm throwing these numbers. You can verify all of this. I'll post you the data and all. See, I know them by heart because I've been writing on these issues. You cannot have all of them at the same time. So, kutub ko, some sort of tax increases could happen. But first, targeting the more well-off section of the society. Subsidies will be kept. Growth rates probably 5 to 6%, mas kaya, not 7 to 8% under the current conditions. Debt levels, I doubt, will go below 60% anytime soon. Probably 61% from 63%. Yeah, or let's say 60%. But I don't see it going 57 58 59% within a year or so. I just doubt that. Not to mention, baka kailangan pa natin utang, mag-utang lalo. As I said, walang problema kung mangutang ka, kung kaya mo naman bayarin yan mamaya, na malang masyadong mataas na interest rate. At, ginagamit mo sa tama yung inutang mo. Para nag-utang ka, kung nilagay mo yun sa gambling, nagsugal ka lang, lumalalap yung problema mo. Pero yung, yung nag-utang ka, pero yung utang mo, nilagay mo sa business, yumaman ka pa lalo, eh di maganda pa nag-utang ka, di ba? So it matters also how we leverage borrowing. No? So I'm not against borrowing per se, I'm against uh, unproductive, corruption-infested borrowing, which of course happened a lot of that during, you know, you know which days, di ba? Okay, so... Ay, ang gusto kong makita, at ito yung sinabi ni Benjamin Jokno, sabi niya, hintayin nyo yung sona ni, sona ni Marcos today para malalaman natin ano yung mga specific na mga diskarte niya at policies niya para makamit na to. Kasi hindi na pwede idaan ito sa unity, unity, unity lang. Hindi mo magikas ang unity. Hindi mo pwede gamitin sa love life at hugot mo yung unity. Okay? Kailangan mo i-operationalize yan. Ano ibig sabihin ng unity? How are you gonna achieve that? One way to achieve that is having competent leadership, right? Getting things done and not making mumbo-jumbo promises. Alright? Okay. So, tignan natin anong gagawin ng gobyerno. I have to go na, guys, kasi meron na tayo mga, ayan na, tatrabaho na tayo. So, God willing, let's see how the situation involves. Ang akin lang naman, guys, for now, ang sinisabi ko lang, eto na lang, uh, let's follow yung case na yan, kasi medyo na boring yung situation na yan. At the same time, guys, let's just, Ay, nako. Ang dami akong gustong sabihin, pero wag na lang. Ayoko na mag... This, sasabihin ko, pero at the right time. Hindi naman sab- sabay ganun. Alright. Thank you very much, guys. Maraming salamat. Off po nga ito. Sa mga masabay, sumada. Thank you very much, guys. Maraming salamat. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Masyad- maaga pa, di ba? Oh, magla-launch na kayo. Thank you very much kay Rose Uwe for joining us. Thank you kay Mom Mariles Young. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate that. Thank you for your kind comments. Ayan. Barong Tagalog. Ang gusto ko, guys, Maong Tagalog. Yung magsuot ako ng Maong tapos Barong. Tatay Digong style yan. Maong Tagalog. Kausta naman kayo dyan. Good morning kay Ma'am Annabelle Gamoras. Ayan. Thank you naman dyan kay Mary Gandeza Yune. Thank you naman dyan kay Melin Rances. Ayan. Thank you kay Vilma Alberto for joining us. Thank you kay Ma'am Vilba 
I think I Vilma Alberto yan for your support. Yun eh. Okay, may lightning na. Salamat kay Ma'am Fanny San Miguel for joining us. Good morning po. Good good night po depending na saan po kayo. Good morning kay Mitch. Oh. Uh, Anong sabi ni Mitch, sana all yung barong. Sana all. Kapo naman daw si ano eh. Kapo naman daw siya eh. So, may Patek Philip naman eh. So, ayan na lang. Tingnan natin yung mga watch niya. Ayan. Thank you kay Fanny San Miguel. Ayan na naman tayo. Salamat kay May. Oh, hindi ko pa naayos sa isang barang ko yung may punit na. Parang hindi yata maayos eh. Or baka mahal. Kaya naganap tayo ng sale. Nakaipon tayo ng mga star nyo para makabili ng bagong sale na ano. Ayan. Kaso slim fit ang kinuhatan kaya kailangan talaga exercise every night. Ayan tayo. Salamat kay EFJNJ for your, for, for your uh, support. Ayan, alam ko, medyo topic din kakaiba. No? Salamat kay Jill Lara for joining us from New Zealand. Very kind of you, ma'am. Salamat kay Christy Aguilar. Good morning po. Thank you very much sa'yo. Salamat kay my Jos- Ma'am Jocelyn Lumberian. Talaga the best yan si Ma'am Jocelyn. O, basta, bahala ka na, Ma'am. Oo. Ito na naman tayo. Ayan. Ayan tayo eh. Ayan tayo. Good morning naman dyan. Saan na yung iba? Yung mga taga-US. Tulog na yata mga Estados Unidos. Yung mga taga-Australia natin. Gising na yata kayo. Kamusta naman kayo dyan? Thank you kay Brenda. Uh, to be to Ibuen for your support for stars I really appreciate salamat sa mga nagbigyan ng stars I know medyo medyo alanganin yung ibang usapan natin I appreciate you guys giving your time Phil Lario thank you very much Rizani yan si Mish Tank oh thank you nag nag express ng support kay Katrina Frias Lilian Veloso yun eh yun eh, mga supportive, mga team unity. Yung mga unity dyan. Kay Margaret Rodriguez, kay Anil Villanos, thank you very much for kind support. Kay Bob's Courage. Yun eh, yun eh, yun eh. Yung isa, daming comments. Ano naman? Thank you kay Day Roll. Happy Monday din po sa inyo. Thank you rin kay Joseph Tope. Very kind of you. And friends natin from Canada, si Jonix. Joining us from Alberta, Canada, Dolores Guevara, Unity Dao. Enough na yan. Ay, hindi pala enough. Akala ko pwede na. Pwede mo na i-gcash yan. Mad Max Amadeus. Yun eh. Thank you so much. Zayn Fernandez. Yun eh. Yung mga Canadian friends pa SJ Earl Canlas. Thank you very much for joining us. Yan. And uh, medyo pang... Sabi ko sana senador pero... Parang yung Senate after... Hindi, ayaw ko na magsalita. Mahirap na. No comment na lang. No comment na ako. Basta tingnan natin si Robin Hood. Mamaya. No? Alright. Salamat dyan, guys. Thank you very much. Prayers and love. And yeah. Hi. Nakikiramay po tayo dun sa mga biktima. And hopefully, magkakaroon ng more sanity sa ating... Ay, nakayang kasi culture of impunity. Maraming salamat. Thank you very much. Thank you kay Joy Robles also for your kind comments and support. Uh, so catch up tayo guys later evening God willing no. Uh, pagkatapos ng son ako may time pa tayo unless mga back to back interviews and all na naman yan. But I'll try to catch up with you guys after all kung may laway pa ako. Kanina 7 AM pa ako kay Ted Filon tapos kanina kay Gretchen ho. So medyo ubos laway ito. 
Alright, tignan natin kung matitira pa. But we'll try our best. Alright? Thank you very much. God bless. Maraming salamat and catch up tayo soon. Hasta pronto.